Welcome to the Nerd Review. This is the show where we talk about movies, TV shows, video games, new and retro, books, and comic books. You're listening to episode three, the first Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle special. This is a hybrid episode, so if you head on over to the Nerd Review at YouTube, you can watch the video game capture from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle 2003 game for the Game Boy Advance. I've captured the first two uh, levels of Michelangelo. So each character, that's Michelangelo, Leonardo, Donatello, and Raphael, have four levels apiece for a total of 16 levels. Each level is uh, fairly hard. The first level uh, takes uh, about over 12 minutes. Definitely died a few times and had to retry the stages. Uh, there's some difficulty settings, so we're playing on normal for now. And uh, let's jump right on in. So if you're joining us from YouTube, you're currently looking at the startup screen from the TMNT 2003 game. Uh, this game was part of the relaunch of the TMNT, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles franchise. The game is produced by Konami, which made a lot of games of uh, tie-in licenses series at the time. The It follows the same premise as the, series, the TV series from also 2003. So let's take a look at the intro from the video game now. Now, isn't that a great little intro? So if you're listening on the podcast, that intro is a bit short. Um, it's, a, it's a shortening of the TMNT TV series from 2003, the exact same series. Um, it's part of a franchise reboot, and it uses the same character designs, the same music, and uh, it, it's, a great, it's a great intro. Uh, in my opinion, I was uh, in 2003, I was nine years old, so a little bit of a historian fact uh, of the nerd of me. I was, two th- uh, in t- I was 2003. In 2003, I was nine years old, so basically target demographic for a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles relaunch and part of that relaunch was the TV series, the video game and in my opinion they do a great job on um, intros, intro music. It's a real song, they get they get a band, they get some real music production and just like the, the intros of the 80s is basically explaining the premise of the show. If you've never seen the 80s show, if you're new to the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle world, the intro is basically just a rundown of, you know, these are Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, watch out for Shrek and it's uh, it's great fun so you know let's give that a listen to now this is the intro from the TMNT series so the entire intro now that's what we're going to listen to and if you're joining us from YouTube we'll give that a quick watch fantastic watch that was that was a great intro it's uh probably the second best intro in my opinion obviously the original tmnt series has the honor of the best 
TMNT intro. It was designed to completely introduce the characters, all the new characters at the time, you know, when TMNT was first launching. So that was that was the best intro. But in uh, in in a close tie, you know, this is this is the runner up. This is the second best intro. And I really appreciate uh, the nostalgic approach for me. There's definitely a, a level of nostalgia involved in that rating of the second best, uh, you know, TMNT intro. Um, and and just a just what a great time. Like take a moment and, and just what a great time in 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 childhood history and in, in the history of kids entertainment. It was 2003, and this was airing. That TV series was airing on four kids, which had great. Uh, amazing series for kids there were so many relaunches happening um they were bringing back a lot of old series which uh introduced them to myself and so many other fans out there uh in my opinion a great reason why so many of these series and, and these characters are still around today one of the best uh, the easiest to mention would be sonic uh you know he had also a relaunch in 2003 for sonic x which also had a great intro another series from the time was kirby that was a great intro too and a, a pretty long run series as well um which as well kirby just had another game that just released on the switch which is doing amazing kirby and the dreamland uh, or the forgotten dreamland i believe is the title of that one i i have that on my switch and i've been playing it to much enjoyment um another series uh, from the time that is probably one of the most popular and is still popular to this day would be Yu-Gi-Oh. Um, it was playing on four kids at the time. I believe it had just been imported. It had just been edited for uh, you know North American audiences, and all all of these shows just had amazing uh, intros too. So that's that's my main, my main point. Uh, intros. Uh, I'm a huge nerd for for intros, the theme music, theme songs. A good you know minute and a half or something. You know get a real band in there and record some good good music, some good intro music. So in that spirit, let's listen or watch along, depending on if you're on YouTube. If you're on YouTube, you can watch the, these great intros here that I have for you. I'll say it again amazing intros they're so memorable there's so much nostalgia around those intros an amazing year to be a kid and some amazing kids entertainment uh, was happening in those years in my opinion in my totally biased opinion having been again nine years old and the target audience for most of this content that was being created um so let's jump into teenage mutant ninja turtles obviously they've been around since 1984 um you know i won't i won't spend too much time on the history there is so much great content out there in terms of uh, teenage mutant ninja turtle documentaries that are available on netflix there's uh, part of the kids who, the, the toys who made us uh, the, i think there's an episode from the movies who made us um i highly recommend both of these series um they're so informative there's so much great information so we'll just we'll quickly touch on the 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 beginnings if you, if you will of teenage mutant ninja turtles obviously it's uh from kevin eastman and peter laird they created the characters of as originally as a spoof um it was a spoof of multiple marvel properties and that's where they came up with uh, the foot and the ninjas and the turtles and all of that uh it was a, it, yeah it was a spoof and um it became one of the 
most successful comic books of the time. Uh, originally, it was in black and white. Uh, it wasn't until the toy line, the action figure line, that added colorization, and they needed color for the animated series that would promote the action figures, um, that amazing animated series that would start in 1988. And that was also when they added the colorized masks. So originally, like I said, it was black and white. Um, and then the colorized versions at the time were just all red masks. So green turtles with all red masks. And they had their names, obviously, Leonardo, Donatello, and, and so forth and so on. But yeah, it wasn't until the, the colors, uh, the, sorry, sorry, that the, the toys came out that uh, the producers and the creators of, of the, the action figures uh, said that they needed you know a better way of identifying them visually. Um, so that's when they changed the colors. They kept red uh, for Raphael because um, it was the favorite of the artists and they loved, they liked the color on the character. They thought he represented the red. You know, he's angry. He has his rage issues, uh, which has been, you know, a part of multiple narrations, different versions of uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Raphael is always the angry one. He has the most anger to deal with. Um, and um, so from there, we'll jump into the 2003 a relaunch of the title, the reimagining. Um, they've updated all the images, the character images look new. Uh, they're fresh. I really enjoy these issues. Um, sorry, uh, these episodes, not the issues. Uh, while there is a tie in comic book, though, there's the tie in comic book, the TV series, and these video games. So there's a lot of content in this, uh, this relaunch. And so we're covering the game that was part of this relaunch. Now, the game was released for a PS2, Xbox, GameCube, PC, and Game Boy Advance, though I only played the Game Boy Advance release um, back in the day, and that's part of why I wanted to cover it uh, today. It was very nostalgic playing it all again, and it brought back a lot of good memories, a lot of good memories of playing my Game Boy Advanced. Uh, this time I played on an emulator, and that's what I used to capture the footage. So if we jump into the game a bit, so the Game Boy Advance version is a regular beat-em-up platform game. It's a 2D side-scroller with some really well done vehicle mini game levels, which are my personal favorite. Uh, the one with Michelangelo, he's gonna jump on his skateboard. That's gonna be my top favorite. So now, as I said before, the plot roughly follows part of season one. Uh, they give a bit of the information, the bit of the dialogue uh, up front in the intro, which will be part of the coverage in a moment. Uh, so they, the Mouser robots, um, they've found the, the turtles again. They recently destroyed their home. And so the story is broken down into basically it follows three points. So they've been tracked down again and they use the mouser robots. They follow them back to their uh, factory because they are always poorly programmed and always lead them back to Mr. Stockman, who, uh, you know, once his factory has been destroyed, will destroy his factory. The turtles destroy his factory. He turns to the shredder and uh, he gives them their tech. The Shredder uses this tech to, you know, kidnap Raphael to force a confrontation with the Turtles. You know, this always uh, ends poorly. Um, in this case, it'll end poorly if, you, if you're good enough to, you know, beat the Shredder. Um, it also includes Casey Jones and the Purple Dragons. Uh, if you're familiar with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, you know uh, who these characters are and uh, the backstory here. Um, it's very similar to the TV show, and they did a good job adapting that, and it's fun getting to play through the levels uh, in that regard. 
And now if you're joining us from YouTube, uh, I'm on the menu selection screen and uh, we're going to be playing on normal. And as I said before, the intro to the game gives us some information uh, of the story up front. I'm going to select Michelangelo. That's the character that I enjoy the most. And we're going to go speedily through here as the introduction plays out. I've increased the playback. So it gives us some of the information they've been found. There's uh, something on the security cameras and we see a creature run by the bioengineered creature that was made by the Stockman Laboratories and uh, they move on into the lab and there's a big hole punched in and we go on through and in through there we um, start off as Michelangelo and they've been spotted. They've been spotted by the foot. The foot show up as they're investigating and um, that's where the game really picks up and we start uh, playing uh, the first stage. We're in the train stations. Uh, Michelangelo, the, there was a hole punched in the wall by the monster that they're tracking uh, and they, they go into the, the train tracks and that's when the, the foot soldiers show up. And So we're fighting our way through the foot soldiers now and some of the staff from Baxter Stockman's laboratories uh, were right underground. That right right above us is where he's manufacturing his mousers and you know he's, he's working for for the foot, which we'll find out uh, in one of the, the small animated cutscenes or, you know, pictographic cutscenes, I should say. Uh, the limitations of these Game Boy games was quite uh, quite hilarious. They would just, you know, cut together some images from maybe the TV series like we saw in the intro. So as we make our way through these train stations, uh, we're fighting more of the henchmen. So we got some bows and arrows, I think, in here and some swords. You know, they will throw these little grenade bombs, which I think unfairly don't affect them. If, if the little grenade bomb goes off and one of their own guys is standing in it, they don't get knocked over. But if I'm standing in it, I, I definitely get knocked over and lose some health. And uh, you'll see every now and then there's a little uh, green canister. It's supposed to be the green canister from uh, you know the ooze. That's how it's your health, your 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 rehealth. I find that pretty amusing. Uh, you know, you just cover. I, I, I suppose they're covering themselves in green ooze now, and uh, to to capture their to recapture their health. I should say, I should say, getting a little tongue-tied there. So right, we're gaining our health. We're regaining health from the ooze can canisters, canisters, <laughs> the, the ooze canisters, which are, if you know your TMNT lore, that's from TGRI, that's the ooze that gave the turtles life, so I like the inclusion that that's uh, in the video game, this is how we get our health back, and um, so at this point, we're making our way through the first stage, we've cleared a few areas, and we're coming up to what I, what I find very amusing is a stage, we're supposed to be on the subway platform in, in New York City, this version of New York City and one of the the level elements is you know you have to jump from side to side and if you fall down you have to jump back and forth along the walls which is a very standard um, you know game element but the implication here is that the train tracks are broken in multiple sections which I just find quite hilarious in the sense that like I, I hope there are no trains running on this uh, on this track which there don't appear to be maybe it was th they couldn't have that in this game and you know in some other games there's a tracker every periodically there might be a train that comes by but they 
they don't have that in this game and it's probably a good thing because well the tracks are broken and so at this point uh, we're coming up to the end of the recording so I'm, I'm jumping around through these levels here and you can see there's electricity at the bottom I think I, I get I get electrocuted at one point and uh, this this becomes the the harder portion of the the level so this is going to be the end of TMNT special one we didn't get to my favorite level but we'll definitely cover that in the next TMNT special um, there's so much fun stuff to cover I'm currently reading the IDW comic books and there is just um, an amazing amount of TMNT content so this has been the TMNT 2003 game we've covered the first level uh, definitely in the next episode we're going to cover level two and probably all of the all the stages that include include vehicles and that's four stages so each of the turtles has one vehicle stage so my favorite is michelangelo's he's riding his skateboard down the sewer tunnel you have to avoid some obstacles grab coins um, that's basically the same against all four of those stages but each stage um, is a different turtle uh, with a different vehicle so michelangelo he got the skateboard Raphael, he's on the shell cycle uh, leonardo he's in the shell hovercraft and donatello has um, I think it's just um, a wing glider or probably the shell wing glider, which are all um, contraptions and vehicles that Donatello makes throughout the throughout the series, the first season of the series, which the game is, like I've said, the game is adapting um, the first, if I looked up correctly, it's the first few episodes or a few episodes of the first season. That's what's being loosely adapted here for this game. So that'll definitely be the next TMNT special. And until that next TMNT special rolls around, I have a lot of things on the schedule. I am in the process of putting down some interviews, some co-hosted episodes. Most likely the next movie review will be for Super Mario Bros. The Movie from 1993. An amazing cinematic masterpiece, so I've been told. And honestly, I'm not sure how much sarcasm that statement should have because I've never seen the movie. But I've gotten a lot of mixed reviews. I've looked at the different Metacritic reviews and the IMDb reviews and the Rotten Tomato. And, uh, well, the percentages, they're, they're not high. So I'm looking forward to watching this movie and sitting down, hopefully, with a close friend and giving this movie a good review. Um, a good review in the sense of it's a good spirited review. I don't know if I will give it a good review. Um, it might be it might be not a good review. We'll 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 see. That's in store. Um, so all in all, that will be the next episode, most likely. And this has been episode three, TMNT special one. We were covering the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Game Boy Advance game from 2003, part of the 2003 relaunch of one of my personal favorite series and franchises, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So this has been episode three of the Nerd Review. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. You can find me on Instagram, on RSS, on TikTok, Discord, YouTube, the Nerd Review, the Nerd Review podcast. I have launched all of my social media, so I hope you check in and leave a review. Uh, you can find me on the website, thenerdreview.ca. Uh, all of these are now up and active, so I hope you've enjoyed the show. I hope you've enjoyed the past shows, and I hope you come back and check out the next episode. So this has been The Nerd, and this is The Nerd signing off.